And we're back with another episode of... Kiefer. I barely knew her. The podcast where we watch a movie, uh, get super duper high, and talk about it, like, a lot. As you do. Yeah. As always, we're joined here by my lovely Bee. Oh, hey, man. And my wonderful husband, Chris. How's it going? And uh, today we're going to be talking about Toy Story. 1995. 95. Pixar. Disney, <laughs> all that jazz. It's like the introduction of computer animated was... bowling movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am super, super excited to get really high and talk about just the concept of a world where toys are sentient. Like, and, and just kind of everything that... Uh, revolves around that, including their preferred form of governance, which seems to be mob rule. Um, What are you excited to talk about? I'm excited to talk about the parallels between the toys and how they're represented Mm -hmm. in this movie and just everyday people. Oh, yeah, so mob rule, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that all fits together. We're going to go down that road. Absolutely. So we're going to go ahead and smoke up and uh, get our brain juices flowing. And, uh, you know, if you feel like you'd like to, get to where we're about to get. We'll see you there. And we're back. <laughs> and we are. Hi. Um, I, I do want to say uh, we are so high. I am so high, in fact, that um, right before we started recording, uh, Chris asked me to hand him some apple juice, and I handed him some toilet paper <laughs> confidently. Just walked right up to you and just handed it to you like, here you go. <laughs> so that's how high I am right now. You know, I appreciated the forethought. I'm sure I'm going to need to blow my nose at some point, but, you know. Yep. All right. So, uh, Toy Story, 1995. Chris, tell me, where did the story take you? Oh, my goodness. So, as a child, (laughs) when I first saw this movie, oh, my God, it was amazing. (laughs) I wanted to talk about how elaborate the stories are that Andy is playing. Like, in the very beginning? In the very beginning, the intro. Like, they show us this kid who is just... God damn, that is a, like, rich world he has built. Like, it is rich. Like, one-eyed Bart. He's this guy who's, like, in disguise because that's how infamous he is. Like, he's taken over this bank. He's got this whole long-standing situation with Woody that we don't really know about, but they elaborate on. <laughs> like, this kid has built He's got a... hostages. Exactly. Even. Like, there's, there are stakes. There are. <laughs> and this kid has built this world. Like, it's this world with yeah. these toys that he has. And it's... I feel like that that meant a lot to me when I saw it for the first time because Aww. I felt like... I mean, I definitely wasn't anywhere near as elaborate as he was. But I, I mean, you know, you, you make up stories for your toys when you're a little kid and you have a good time and you build out different things and it's just like, fuck, if I saw my kid playing like Andy played, I'd be like, okay, we need to get them a video camera. We need to get them any kind of like video editing software that they want to do. Hey, you want to fuck around with 3D animation? 
Let's do this, kid. You've got something. Like, you've got a story to tell. I want to enable this. And it's just, God, that kid was <laughs> awesome. Andy is awesome. He's got a really great imagination. You know why I'm laughing so much right now? Why? Because I know you've talked to me about, like, some of the stories you had for, like, games and stuff growing up. <laughs> And it is, it's like really interesting and there's like backstory and all that stuff. I was thinking about when I played with my toys and like dolls and like Legos and shit. Um, Yeah, pretty sure it all revolved around broken relationships. Oh, God. (laughs) Like just bad relationships, like bad marriages. (laughs) I had a Lego guy, but there was no Lego girl, so we made one out of clay. And they just weren't very happy together. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you play with, you know, it's you work with what you know. Yeah. <laughs> You're surrounded by everything. This that's, got real. That's a weird realization to have. That was definitely a realization. A realization, sure. indeed. For sure. Thank you for that. That's There's some clarity there, I think. Are you okay? <laughs> No, no, I'm I'm fine. It's okay. It, I know. Like I I never played with dolls. Um, like they were my baby. I never took care of children as a child. My stuffed rabbits were an adults. They were adults in a marriage. Like they were <laughs> they were married to each other, and they were adults, and we hung out. All my toys were adults. <laughs> that I've known. I've known that. Like that's that was not a realization. But oh, man, all my toys were incredible fighters. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were just <laughs> crazy good at fighting. Fighting any particular types of forces? Oh no, I mean just like one on one. Oh. You know, there was all kinds of duels going on. Uh just So a lot of fights for honor? Oh man. No idea how many there were. And then things just expanded as different toys came out, you know. But yeah, man, you know, you can do some really, really cool, cool stuff when you incorporate like Dragon Ball Z to G.I. Joe's. Oh, man. So, you know, let your imagination run wild, all right? That's awesome. (laughs) That was the kind of shit I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) So when you consider like this movie just living on its own, like they didn't know they were going to have sequels. They didn't have their plan for Andy's life yet. This movie alone, you would think... This kid is going to be something creative. Yeah. This kid is going to be a movie maker or a storyteller or something. Like, I'm sitting there like, don't you have a TV? When's this first like, book come out? Like, you know? like why are you, how are, oh, God. how are you still playing? <laughs> like, I'd be at the TV. Again, as a kid, I uh, was excited to watch Moonlighting. I, I've always, I don't know. I just, I guess I can't relate to kids. <laughs> More realizations. Yeah. On Kiefer, yeah. I barely knew her. Yeah. Get to know me as I get to know myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Damn. <laughs> get to know me with me. Yeah. Team effort here. Yeah. Team effort. Yeah, so I think uh, Andy's a very, very creative soul. Man. Those yeah. toys are lucky. Right? I mean, we, we, I mean, we got we got to tell both sides of the coin though. Sid's got some pretty elaborate stories. 
my god, you're right. He does everything. He's like monologuing all of his evilness. All of it. Like he's <laughs> yeah. it's he is 100% okay with being the empire. You know. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, yeah. he's like there. somebody's got to be. It's more fun over here. He's over there torturing Woody asking where the rebel base is. <laughs> you know. He's <laughs> The opening line to that scene was, oh, a survivor. (laughs) I'm serious. Oh, my God. That's such a great point. And then he goes on to talk about Asking where the rebel base is, or demanding where the rebel base is, and then, you know, using the sun <laughs> as a torture device. Well, he has that uh, torture manual. He, he does. He, Improvised like he, interrogation or something yes. like that. Like, when uh, Woody is stuck under the crate, there's a booklet there, and it says it's improvised interrogation. It's from the <laughs> army. Oh, my God. That's Good horrific. Lord. Yeah. God. But I was going to ask then, like, so is... Sid a sociopath or is Sid poorly raised? Like, does he have a, a bad example in his life where he can get said things like, you know, interrogation tactics and... Okay, so there is something that I thought about yeah. in regards to Sid, mm-hmm. who he is, and why he is the way that he is. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. It's 1995. Uh-huh. His dad was likely in Desert Storm. The dog went into the room where his dad was mm-hmm. and was scared and left. Scud was scared oh, God. and left. So I think that his dad hits the dog. Oh, Jesus. Which is why Sid is sadistic because he looks up to his dad who is now fucked up. From being in Desert Storm. Damn. Which is why Sid's dad is in a room in the dark, watching TV, probably hammered out of his mind. Fuck. That shit just got dark. I mean... So real, though. Like, that makes perfect sense. And I also think that Sid's dad probably tells Sid stories Uh, when he's drunk. Yeah. I could definitely see that. That's why they're pretty the much whatever's, interrogation. Pretty much whatever's happening when he's playing with the toys is um, military issue of some kind. Like when you you know rebel base, that's still military is against each other. So yeah, everything he's doing is war. Yeah, and oh, he's getting fuck. fucked up by a guy who's getting fucked up by a government who didn't take care of him. Yeah, there's reasoning as to why Sid is Sid. Yeah. You know what? What? There's no reasoning as to why Andy is Andy. There really doesn't seem to be. I mean, his mom is incredibly encouraging. Yeah, she's She nice. seems really nice to him. But she's still a single mom. She's I still mean, a like, single Jesus mom. Christ, she's she's gotta... also a single mom that has like a fucking mortgage in 95. Yeah, and <sighs> fucking upgraded. Like, yes. Their new house. She is killing it. Is bigger and they don't have neighbors immediately next to them. Exactly. Like, you see trees. It's such a nice house. Like, good for her. <laughs> Shit, man. 
She's so you know she works. <laughs> she she works hard, that. man. She made yeah. that shit happen. Mm-hmm. She was home because she was moving. You yeah. know. Yeah. Fuck. Andy has that. Yeah. That that actually might be why Andy has that imagination. He's got to kill time. <laughs> home alone a lot. Yeah. Or with a nanny or babysitter. Babysitter just watches TV. Exactly. And he doesn't want to watch that yeah, shit. Who wants no. to watch Saved by the Bell? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I very much did. I did not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I but like I said, I watched a lot of things I didn't need to or shouldn't have. Like <laughs> I was watching Beverly Hills nine oh two and oh before I knew what most of the stuff they were talking about. Like oh, man. I was way too young to know when uh, Brenda lost her virginity. <laughs> and they were excited about it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean we have different tastes in shows. But yeah, I can see uh, most kids don't. <laughs> um, so I kind of wanted to dive into uh, the, the the toy life itself. Like what it's like to be a toy that's sentient, that is aware of your use, your purpose. Um, for one, it's kind of fucking terrifying to think that they know the the, to- the whole lay of your house. They they know how to get from, you know, here to there. They can move light bulbs and, like, sneak through places because they know <laughs> how to get through your attic. And that's creepy to me. That's creepy. That means that they survey the place when oh, you're they... asleep or when you're not there. They're, like, just wandering around. Just somebody's calling back, letting them know what this room is shaped like. <laughs> And it's like distance to the, you know, door. <laughs> oh my God. They have this intel. They do. They know your house better <laughs> than you, probably. Because mm-hmm. you shoved it into the nooks and crannies sometimes, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they, yeah, get uh, stuck in or under the couch. They learn something. <laughs> All the things. Yeah. Um, oh, so the thing about um, living in, uh, you know, living as a toy, uh, apparently they have rules. Because yeah. Woody said that, you know, we'll have to break some rules to, you know, scare Sid and save Buzz. So I don't know who's managing these rules. I don't know what their government looks like. But they seem to just run by mob rule. Because because whenever something happens, they just attack. <laughs> like they all, like, one person accused Woody of pushing Buzz out the window, and they all attacked him. There was no trial. There was no innocent until proven guilty. Is that a uh, commentary on the fragility of society? (laughs) That a single situation in which somebody who is in authority Mm -hmm. is seen to be not capable or can't be held culpable (laughs) for their actions, Uh and then it's just, it snaps. Society snaps. (laughs) It's it's just, just everybody loses it. And a riot ensues, and people get thrown out windows and off of moving trucks. (laughs) But, you know, I I think you have a point there, because they never seem to learn their lesson. They just are constantly uh, assuming the worst and just making the rash choice of not trusting or believing or caring. So here's here's a really interesting situation, okay? Mm -hmm. Throughout the entire intro of the movie, when... The toys were first kind of like going through everything. Um, what do you mean going through everything? Everybody was just talking. and At the and, staff meeting? Yeah, well, at the staff meeting. But even before the staff meeting, 
Everybody was freaking out about something, and Woody was, like, having to smooth everything over. Everybody was just freaking out, like, worrying about the move, worrying mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. anything. And then the staff meeting happened, and he said something about the birthday party happening today. And then everybody just fucking lost it. Yeah. And then Woody had to smooth everything over again. He has been, like, their one point of any kind of control or understanding or just anything. And then the second he lost that moral high ground that he had and his stature within the toys, the entire society fell apart. Oh, man. Damn. Because, wow, yeah. So then it went from being this... The government is, oh, everybody calm down, it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay, to, the government's a fucking lie, let's kill the government! Like that's yeah, what it turned into in the movie. Yeah. They they attacked him and, and kicked him out, and wow. Well, they didn't kick him out, but yeah, they, wa- they were gonna. They were. And they kicked him out of the truck, and when he was at SIDS... They let him just stay. They let him stay, and he was holding Buzz, Buzz's arm, and it didn't occur to them that um, maybe Sid ripped it off. Right. Like they were at Sid. Why? Right. How do you not? How do you be like? Yeah, Woody's still doing this and thinks he can get away with it. He's no. trying to save himself. He just watched somebody get ripped apart. Exactly. At minimum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and their their response is, "You're guilty. Yeah. Stay and die." That they know God. exactly what happens to toys over there. I'm just sitting here wondering what Sid would have gotten into had he not gotten that rocket. Like, <laughs> would he have put Buzz underwater and then somehow done something to like compromise his helmet so that the water would be leaking in? And that would be like, <laughs> I don't know. I can just see Sid doing something like, like that. Fuck with his electronics. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be so mean. It really would be. But I think uh, we've been kind of talking about the fragility of society, (laughs) and I've been talking about being excited about discussing the parallels between these toys and what's going on, Mm -hmm. and just regular people. Yeah. So, first of all, Uh Uh what do you call a staff meeting? (laughs) Yeah. That is a really, really specific term. A very specific term. Like, incredibly (laughs) specific. A staff meeting Mm -hmm. is not just, hey, everybody, let's go talk about this. It's not a town meeting. It's not a town council. It's not a town hall. It's not a Mm -hmm. hearing. It's not any... A staff meeting is extremely specific. Mm -hmm. So do they all work for Andy? Mm, He's the the boss and, uh, yeah. Everybody works under him. Everybody wants his eye. (laughs) <laughs> Everybody uh, wants to be able to move up Wanna on that, that corporate ladder. Yeah. Well, they living say up they on that have, cushy um, bed. They have their places. Like, yeah. Is that rank? Is that how <laughs> that works? Because they're all like, whenever they're like, oh, they're coming back places. It's like you're a fucking toy in a kids' room. You could be anywhere. It doesn't matter. Nobody's gonna be like that moved. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's yeah. The kids. <laughs> Kids are always losing toys. Yeah. Things are never where they say they put them. Is this telling of anything? Are these toys actually sentient? (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) where was I? Oh, so these toys 
are essentially in a corporate hierarchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Buzz is currently like VP. Oh. Or not Buzz, I'm sorry. Woody is VP okay, in yeah. the beginning. Right, yeah. You know, he's like yeah. that dude that's like right under the boss. <laughs> Boss's favorite guy. He's he, got he like, does the, like best... the finger guns at him all yeah, the time. Yeah, all the time. All the time. <laughs> Working with him. Always pulling him in on special projects. Oh, man. All the Specialist. Time. And then, you know, another way to think about this is Scrooged, right? Yeah. So, I don't remember the dude's name that comes in to help Bill Murray. Oh, God. But that's Buzz. that dude. That's Buzz. In this situation Mm -hmm. with Woody. The contractor. Yeah, the contractor is Buzz. And so, we've got Woody here who's freaking out because he's, like, got the best job. He's going to be in the Mm -hmm. best spot all the time, on yeah. the bed, doesn't have to live in the dusty places. <laughs> God damn. You know? Jeez. Okay. This stuff is always just straight. Like, just, like primo. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but now he's going to have to compete. There was never any competition. No. And <laughs> it made me think even more about it when they were asking Buzz where... He was made, mm-hmm. you know, made in Taiwan, mm-hmm. made in China, all the stuff that they were discussing. And <laughs> it just hit me as, is this a conversation of, where'd you go to school? You know, where'd oh you graduate from? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I guess Buzz went to the equivalent of Harvard. Because <laughs> yeah. he talks about it all the time. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he definitely <laughs> outclassed them all. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we were talking about earlier, not recorded, but you were, you were talking about uh, just why it is that new toys don't know. <gasps> yeah, that yeah. They're... Well, that, that's the thing that I noticed is that Buzz doesn't know that he's a toy. But the aliens didn't know that they were toys either in the claw machine. Oh, my God. Also, just before, this I want to talk about so much. I thought, okay. But I do want to say the aliens in the claw machine, Mm -hmm. fucking interns in the corporate hierarchy. They they think everything is awesome. The (laughs) company can do no wrong. Just look at the claw. Do whatever it tells you to do. Yeah, we're just, we're in this world Mm -hmm. to serve. Yeah, we're lucky to be here. We're lucky to be here. We got chosen (laughs) to be here. Uh, But anyways, uh, new toys, they don't realize they're toys. Yeah, do you have to initiate all of them? They're acting like it's a new thing for Buzz, but if the aliens didn't know it either, maybe it makes more sense that they have to be told. Well... I think that the vast majority of the toys that Andy had were hand-me-downs. So I was wondering if toys like Woody are toys that are handmade. So they were made over a long time. And Mm -hmm. usually those people back in the day that were making those kinds of toys and stuff were, they talked to them like, you're going to make some kid real happy. You're going (laughs) to, you know, they're going to have a great time playing (laughs) with you. You're going to be the best toy they've ever had. And... So they're made into knowing that they're going to be toys. And all these new toys are just mass-produced by machines and spit out 
And fed all this propaganda. <laughs> They're just made by robots and not... There's no human contact except to maybe put the ties on them in the box. Right? That's automated by now. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> but in 95, who knows? <laughs> ah, those twist ties were always tough. Well, I think it's interesting that you think that people who make toys by hand unilaterally would say <laughs> nice things to these toys well, and tell them that they're going to... Like, how many of them are just, like, bitching about, like, Not their, getting paid their husband or... is an asshole and this and that? Or, <laughs> you know, and so then that toy goes out into the world, like, bitter, like, goddamn husbands. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'm naive. <laughs> But you, you want to believe in I want to believe that the, uh, <laughs> the craftspeople that made these toys by hand really love their work, you know? Okay. That would be, that right, would be my dream. I can appreciate that. But let's not, let's not forget that there are some that, you know, even before full automation that just would go down a line and a lot of people would do a little bit on it. That's true. And so... Who knows what kind of thoughts went into those? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Just a lot of uh, gossip. Probably not a lot of positivity, but uh, yeah. No, not working large yeah. back there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but back to the point of... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I had it. <laughs> but yeah, back to the point of the new toys not knowing... Yeah. That they're toys. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. That really weird situation that happens between Buzz Lightyear and the aliens. Do they all need to get screamed at? Like he screams <laughs> at them? Like, Have their shoulders grabbed and shaken. They need to be like thrown around the room before they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> then have he a was... commercial shown to them with <laughs> millions of other copies. Yeah. Have them push You're the button. You're not special. <laughs> right? That's what that says. Like they would throw down a, a flyer. Like, oh from God. a toy store. Be like, see, you're nothing. <laughs> you're on sale. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they overproduced and undersold. Think yep. about it. Mm-hmm. That's how the market works. We know these things. <laughs> they, they know a lot of things. It's like, knock, knock. Who's, who's there? Buzz. Buzz who? That's the toy biz. <laughs> Thank you, Mobius, from Loki. Oh, my God. That's awesome. I adapted it slightly, but that is all Mobius. It works. That is all Mobius. That was so cold. (laughs) Ah, anyway. But it's creepy to think that, like, I don't know, like, you got to tell all of them, you got to break it to them. You gotta break everyone's spirit. Do you think they have like one of those fifties health class videos oh, God. to explain to them? It's that got like toys. all the tracking on it. And, yeah, oh. it's yeah. a VHS. That's the only oh, kind they man. have is a VHS. And it's just, it's just bad. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here saying fifties VHS, but like. <laughs> Well, no, but yeah. movies from the 50s were on VHS so that they could show them in classrooms still for some reason. Yeah. They weren't, like, 
We're we don't have the budget to make new videos. <laughs> These are fine. We'll just give them a disclaimer. We'll convert them. Oh my god, I wanted to say that uh, it was really funny. Another thing that kind of goes into the corporate structure and Buzz coming in, kind of like that guy from Scrooged. Yeah. Uh, he's a better manager than Woody. You know? <laughs> He, he was working with, uh, <laughs> what did you call him, Inconceivable Rex? Yes, Inconceivable Rex. That's his, that's his new name. And that's what he, he, he will, will forever, forever be known. Forever be known as. Inconceivable Rex. <laughs> um, but the fact that uh, he was working with Inconceivable Rex, it's like Buzz put him on a pip, you know? <laughs> yes. And uh, so then he was like, you need to work on your roar. Okay, <laughs> this is important. It's not for just you. This is, this is for this everybody. Is for all of us, yeah. you know. Like you, you need more self confidence. You are you're a bit of a drag. <laughs> I was gonna say you're a drag. <laughs> Sorry, oh, man. I didn't mean to steal it. No, it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, he's doing a great job. Spirits are up across exactly. the board. There were no riotous mobs. Like, and Under, if you think uh, about it, they were getting closer and closer to the move and closer and closer to a stressful situation, yet they were all, like, cool as cucumbers. Yep. Also, think about the fact that his pep, like, they were only for two days away. Rex. Yeah, for Inconceivable Rex. They were only two days away from the move, and he got all that done before he even got knocked out the window. And they were only gone for, like, one night, so, <laughs> like... All this happened over the course of a night. No, it was two nights. They spent a night in oh. SIDS in the backpack, and then they spent the next night at SIDS with the... When they, uh... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was two, day, two days then, because they had that whole... He had the whole, um... So if they were... Mental breakdown. If they were less than a week out mm-hmm. from the move, they spent two days at SIDS. The most that they could have spent at Andy's house was four days. Yeah. And in that time, he was an amazing manager. <laughs> amazing manager. And not just that. Like, we know that he got the, the bed sheets from the birthday party. Yeah. So those moved on to the bed. But all of Woody's posters came down, and a whole bunch of buzzes went up in four days. In four days. Less than four days. The reign of Woody was over. Yeah. Like... That he, could have all happened within, the, like, the following day yeah mm -hmm. because yeah we know some time had passed yeah they were forced to play together which okay let's let's if we're gonna talk about andy's storytelling let's acknowledge that um every time he plays with buzz and woody buzz is attacking woody (laughs) he just like woody's gone bad he he turned into a corrupt cop oh man and uh yeah. And he's got to shut it down. He's got to shut it down. Because the space council of councilness. Somebody who wears a badge <laughs> cannot break the law. No. No. Just, it's, it's he not is not okay. the law. <laughs> I am the law. I am the law. Does that mean Andy's going to run around with Judge Dredd's shoulders? <laughs> no, I think Buzz is. <laughs> That's even better. That actually would be really cute. Buzz with a little Judge Dredd. They update his wings, so it's more Judge Dreddy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Turn the lights into blue and red instead of the uh, green and red, I think, that he has. 
Yeah, he doesn't get a motorcycle. He gets a jetpack. <laughs> yeah. Very Judge, Judge Dredd colors. <laughs> Judge Buzz. I love it. Oh, man. It's already got the laser. <laughs> I don't know if Judge Dredd has the laser, but... He had a, a gun yeah. that knew his DNA. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's his wife. Clone brother could do it. Give it away the endings of movies. Left and right. We need to have a spoiler alert. It's like a hundred-year-old movie. But... Right? Uh. <laughs> oh, something I wanted to... Um, I was wondering um, something. Do do toys have to be true to their character as to, like, who they are? Like, is Woody um, the leader because he's a sheriff and he's, you know, that's a natural leader position? He's um, taller than the Green Army Man? <laughs> And um, and maybe that's the explanation for why Buzz doesn't know that he's a toy is because his character is so like just arrogant and you know think they think they're that important. Um, but another example would be the way that Woody treats the toys in Sid's bedroom. Oh man! He calls them monster cannibals. He, he calls like them cannibals, and he did see them take the toy part. But he was terrified of them the second he saw them. He understands what Sid's capable of. How is he not more empathetic here? Well, I mean, honestly, they showed us throughout the entire movie that Woody had a very, very self-centric mindset. Everything was about him. Yeah. Everything was about what was happening to him, Mm -hmm. even though other people were involved. Uh, When he and Buzz were left at the gas station, he said that he was lost. Yeah. You know, everything that he was doing was to try to save himself. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason he ever tried to bring... Buzz with him. And when Buzz came down through the sunroof, he said that he was saved. <laughs> like, Woody said that he was saved. Oh my god. It wasn't that, oh my god, you're alive. This is amazing. It's like, oh my god, I'm saved. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the end. Sorry, sorry. Oh, no, no, so no. I was... When, so when... When Buzz was uh, coming through the sunroof in the, uh, at the gas station. Oh, when he... Climbed he, like, in. Mm-hmm. And he tracked him down. He was going to beat him up. Yeah. The way that Woody responded to seeing Buzz alive after him falling out of a second story window mm-hmm. was, I'm saved. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good point. Like, everyone's trying to tell Woody, like, listen, man, it happened. Mr. Potato Head is being a dick about it, but he's just a dick about everything. Exactly. Everything. He's an asshole. So ignore him. They're all like, dude, we've had our moment to shine, and it's happened to all of us, and Woody refuses to acknowledge. Exactly. He's like, no, I'm better than that. Can't let go of the limelight, you know? No. He's been uh, top shit, or top dog on shit uh, mountain. King shit of fuck mountain. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. (laughs) Way too long. Uh, Unopposed. But yeah, no, he was... uh, but so does that mean that that's how they all are? Like at some point, all of them were on top. No, um, that they all are true to their character. Ah. We well, wow, we really veered off of that. We I really said that, off. and I don't know how we got here now. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Fuck. We're gonna have to listen to the tapes. Oh man, check the tape. <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, but we were talking about the the monster toys. Oh and yeah. Then we talked about Woody being so self. 
Sundrick. Phil Sundrick, yeah. Yeah, yeah. His. Woody Thong. So, I don't know. I never watched his show. The whatever fake show they <laughs> made for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was an asshole. He might have been. <laughs> the character he's based off of may have been an asshole. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> there's there's no telling. No. I mean, I guess there is telling. We could look it up. <laughs> but... So you know, I was I was thinking about the kind of corporate structure of everything, mm-hmm. and Sid's kind of like the boss's son. Oh God, yeah. He and... just doesn't give a shit about anybody. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, also Sid could be yeah the S is the Satan on your shoulder, and then Andy is the angel on your shoulder. What kind of? Dude. They are kind of polar opposites in that way. You're right, Andy. We've already talked about it. He's such a good kid. He's so creative. Like <laughs> He's got such great stories. And I was like, counterpoint. <laughs> Sid has some pretty elaborate stories himself. <laughs> so Sid's the devil. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Andy's the angel. Yep. Jeez, man. So that means that Woody and Buzz went to hell and back. <laughs> oh my God! Fuck. Is that the story? Shit! They went to hell and back again it's to get back to movie. Andy. Jeez. <sighs> I think we're on the something. Runs, to be. Yeah, this shit runs deep. Like I think this we've tapped into a, a whole another situation. God damn! Fuck. We may have to do another multi-parter movie soon. of this. Oof. Um, so if you listen to our last episode on the matrix, um, at the very, near the very end, I had a list of just dumb things that I wanted to run through. Just dumb thoughts that I had throughout the movie that, uh, were funny mostly to me. So (laughs) I wanted to say them out loud. And, uh, since these are, you know, little dorky things that irk me, uh, we're going to consider this, uh, the bees in my bonnet. (laughs) So, um, one thing, uh, we know that Woody wasn't trying to kill Buzz. Right. He was just trying to, you know, get him stuck for a little while. But the actions that he caused basically, like, was a death sentence for him. Yeah. So does that mean that that falls under, like, toy slaughter? Manslaughter is when you accidentally murder somebody. You know, like, I didn't mean to kill him, but I killed him. And so that's manslaughter. That'd be like a negligence. So that's a- <laughs> So it's like, who are we kidding? There's no court. There's no court. No. This is mob rule. (laughs) I just, I had written toy slaughter on my notes (laughs) and I really wanted to say it out loud. So that's, that's. First degree toy slaughter. Yeah. Um, I wonder what they'd call it. Plasticide. What? (laughs) Plasticide? Yeah. Is homicide? I I like plasticide. Yeah. Another thing is, uh, so apparently the RC car can't drive without batteries. The batteries are, are dead or dying, and so it can't go anymore. Does that mean that, like, that's how this, this toy exists? <laughs> Literally cannot move unless there are good batteries in the controller? Like, it can't oh, move even if it's, even if it wants to? Because Woody doesn't have a power source no. or moving parts, really. Yeah. Except the drawstring Is this, part. like... A considered like a paralysis and that's like a, a bane of the battery toy's existence. Oh my god. Was the car 
protesting them just kicking him off the fucking truck. You're like, fuck you <laughs> guys. Again. I'm not going to bring you back there if you're coming back there. You're just going <laughs> to fucking like kill me again. He also took advantage of the RC car to try to push Buzz out behind the desk. So oh, he's taken advantage of this car multiple times. I could see the car being like, go fuck yourself. Right. Like, I will shit. not be a party to this. <laughs> or maybe he can only go so fast if he has battery. But he just was sitting there. He was, yeah. like wouldn't move at all. He was done. So there's that. Uh, one, uh, I wanted to point out that while we know that, you know, toys don't have souls, clearly, <laughs> they show the toys to be sentient beings who, you know, had lives and relationships <laughs> and emotions. Like hopes. <laughs> yes, hopes and dreams. Things were important to them. And then... They showed a toy get exploded. And then they showed a toy get mauled by a dog viciously. And that was its first experience in the world. And then they showed, yeah, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and that's what it gets. Its whole life it's been hoping to get picked up. (laughs) And then it gets thrown in a dog's mouth. Mm -hmm. And then put under the food bowl. (laughs) And then you see toys being dismembered and potentially cannibalized this is kind of terrifying a little bit but in a very entertaining way things that can get scared yeah gotta put real stakes in there i had a really dumb thought here so inconceivable rex uh that's what we're calling him (laughs) yeah um he knows that he is uh from mattel but not from mattel from subsidiary (sighs) Uh, that was bought by Mattel. And so is this knowledge that is inherent in some toys? Do they, do some actually know where they came from? Or did um, Inconceivable Rex find that out from, like, a news source of some kind? <laughs> because, and that's not even my actual question. This somehow led me to the dumbest question I had is, how would sentient toys today affect our browser history. Oh, man. Because imagine it, sentient toys would be like, we got to log on, guys. Huh? They they didn't have to deal with it. In the, they weren't dealing with dial-up. Nobody had the patience for that. They couldn't no. wait that long. But now that the internet is just there all the time, they could totally search stuff. And I think they would, they, yeah. Just spending all their time <laughs> on YouTube. and All those TikToks. Oh, my God. <laughs> How do I keep getting these random downloads? <laughs> I'm using way more data than I thought I was going to. And my uh, my final uh, bee in my bonnet. Um, when Buzz first meets all of the toys, he tries to laser everyone. Everybody. Everyone. That was he his first reaction. He talks about how dangerous reaction. it is. <laughs> like, his first reaction was to shoot. And I know that it... Like, we, we do find out later that it was set to stun, so. Um, but at the same time, is that what they teach you at the academy? The shoot? The second you get out of your ship, whenever you see anything, just stun it. Like, that's not how you greet other cultures, especially when you've crash-landed. You need to make friends, local friends. Come on. That's, that's, that's survival. 101. 101 is is make friends. That's it's in the pamphlet. I'm sure of it. <laughs> oh, Interplanetary man. anyway. Intercontinental. <laughs> too. I say to hear about that. But I feel like we haven't even barely scratched the surface with this. 
Yeah, I think there's so much more here. Uh, so at minimum, this is a five Kifi Bowls yes. kind of movie. Yes, we're rating this five Kifi Bowls. So uh, if you watch this movie and you want to um, get high and talk about it, it'll take a, at least five bowls to get through <laughs> everything unpacking. And you may not even get through it. Probably not. I mean, crime. This is probably a two-parter. You know, get through half of it, get through your five Kiki bowls, get through the other <laughs> half of it, you know, and then do what you need to do. Yeah, man. Just, like, revel in the thought that, like, those little toys on your desktop might just be hanging out watching you <laughs> eating french fries while you look at YouTube. <laughs> just 100% aware. <laughs> just aged myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, thank you for uh, joining us for another episode of Kiefer, I Barely Knew Her. As always, if you enjoy the show, please give us a like or subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at Kiefer, I-B-K-H, or on our website at Kiefer, I-B-K-H.com. And as always, we need to give credit to <laughs> Mr. Kevin McLeod. 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 For the music. Yes, thank you. And keep an eye out for future episodes on Tuesdays. And uh, hopefully you can come and join us and see where the story takes you. Mm-hmm.